Hi guys, I'm Marie. And I'm Maddie. And we are here recording Lost in the Woods. Welcome back. Yep. Hopefully everybody's doing well. Maddie and I just came back from coffee. We tried a new place, which we talked about on our Patreon. We won't bore you with all the details, but we were a little disappointed. That's it. That's it. That's all you need to know. But thank you to whoever bought us coffee. Madison was a lot more disappointed than I was, though. I feel ill now, dude. <laughs> I literally feel ill. Uh, we've been, like, trying a different place every week just to, like, support local and see what we have in our area. And it's been either really good or it's been really bad or some combination of both. And I have a weak stomach and I'm affected by everything I eat. And I'm always the one that suffers for it. Yeah, like I said, Madison's suffering a lot more than I am. Anyway, today we are bringing you the mystery of Judy Smith. If you haven't heard about Judy Smith, don't worry, we're going to tell you all about her. But it's kind of a strange one. Strange one? Mm-hmm. Six, 1946? That's when she was born. Can you relax? Oh, sorry. Please? I thought that's when this was taking place. I'm sorry. Sorry, my so, bad. Anyway, Judy Smith was born. 1946 is an okay year to be born in. Okay. Judy Smith was born as Judith Elridge in December of 1946. And she was born in Massachusetts. Okay. Judy had met. Don't know if Massachusetts is a real place. Okay. Perfect. You guys, half the time I will like say something. North Carolina? And one of my no. children will be like, that's not real. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> if oh you want to know what, it, I'm not as bad as my younger sister, but if you want to know what it's like dealing with Gen Z in case you don't deal with anyone who's Gen Z on a regular basis, that sums it up. It's right exhausting. <laughs> Helen Keller? That and the, every time I ask her to do something, she's like, I'm Helen Keller. It's not me. She's not talking about me. I don't I can't say that. Handle it. It's the other one. I can't handle it. She also says that Helen Keller wasn't real, but then she pretends to be Helen Keller every time I ask her to do something. <laughs> so is Helen this Keller This is literally not real? my life. Or are know. you Helen Keller? Okay. Judy had met Jeff Smith while being an in-home nurse for his dad. And they began dating and both had previously been married and they had children from those marriages as well. But they never had any kids together. Jeff and Judy were together for 10 years with their blended family until they got married five months before Judy went missing. Hmm. So they're together for 10 years, but then five months before Judy goes missing, they finally get married. I'm not saying that's suspicious, but maybe that's suspicious. I don't know. That sounds a little suspicious to me. And everyone who knew the couple said that they had a great relationship. Judy was a nurse and Jeff was a lawyer. Okay. On April 10 of 1997, Judy Smith is 50 years old and she is now a newlywed and she would go missing from the hotel that her and her husband, Jeff, were staying in for the weekend on a business trip. Suspicious. Kind of weird, right? That The business trip kind of is weird, too, but we'll talk about that in a little Sorry, bit. Sorry, am I coming off a little too strong saying suspicious already? Yeah, I actually, I don't think he had anything to do with her disappearance. So. 
But, but I, I have started, no idea what this case is. I kind is. of started the whole suspicious thing in the beginning, though, so I don't know. I have no case. I have no idea what this case is. I'm so it starts when Judy and Jeff arrive at the airport on April nine. Whoa, this is like, it's like April tenth right now. Nineteen ninety seven. Judy realized that she had forgotten her driver's license at home. Uh oh. So she sends her husband ahead of her. So that he would not miss his first meeting because this is his work trip okay, that they're okay, going on. Okay. She catches a later flight to Philadelphia from Massachusetts and meets up with her husband in the lobby of the hotel. Gotcha. Okay. So they do not arrive together. The next morning, which is April 10, 1997, she discussed her plans with Jeff to go sightseeing. And she would meet up with him that evening around 5.30 p.m. Okay, so he, she just went along on his little business trip. Right. And the plan was to get ready for a cocktail party that they were supposed to go to after Jeff was done with all of his meetings. Okay. When Jeff got back to his room that evening, he discovered that Judy was not back from sightseeing yet. And he waited until about 6.30 for her. And she said she was going to be back at 5.00. 5.30, yes. 5.30, okay. He assumed that she had gotten back early and had gone ahead of him, and he decided to go to the cocktail party to see if she was there. Okay. Not crazy weird. He also begins to look around the hotel for her when he doesn't see her at the cocktail party, and nobody else has seen her. Okay. He also checks back to the room and walked around the hotel and still could not find her. Be concerned. Very concerned. I would be concerned at this point. She is not somebody who would normally flake out on their plans. Mm -hmm. And they had definite plans to meet up. Yeah. So Jeff begins searching all around the city. He goes to all of the hot tourist spots that she had said that she wanted to go to. This is why you always tell someone your plan. Always. According to the episode on Unsolved Mysteries that covered this case, they said he even got a cab to follow the tourist bus route that she had mentioned going on to see mm. where it stopped but he found nothing the concierge was informed and started calling local hospitals on behalf of jeff but also found nothing so really at this point she's only hours missing after all avenues were exhausted jeff reports his wife missing around midnight on the 10th so it's actually the same day. So this is the same day. Okay, so, well, reasonable. I mean, you looked everywhere for her. Right. And not only that, but he literally, I feel like, looks everywhere that he can possibly look that day, checks with hospitals, checks everywhere, and reports her missing the same day. Yeah. I mean, where else is she going to go? Like, she, she... Yeah. He was told by police to wait 24 to 48 hours to see if she showed shit. up, which she obviously does not. No. Because I literally do not understand how that can possibly ever still be happening. When was this? 1997. Yeah. Probably more so in the 90s. I think by maybe like the mid, maybe like 2005-ish, that just stopped happening. But yeah, I, unless you have a runaway teenager and they're, they've done well, it before, then the cops are like, oh, wait. Well, but we still know that that does happen even currently. Yeah. So it's amazing that that was actually a thing. Detectives began to wonder if Judy was going through a midlife crisis and decided to just leave her husband 
and took this opportunity to disappear. They did not seem to take the missing case very seriously. This would be so frustrating because you're not at home. You're in a totally different state, a totally different environment. Yeah, you're an entirely different, like, she's what, in her 50s? Yeah. She's in her 50s. She's missing, like. You're not at home. No. She probably doesn't, she's probably not super good with her surroundings, probably doesn't know exactly. Even if she has an idea of where she is. Now, with Jeff being a lawyer, he actually has some connections, and he tries reaching out to different politicians and lawyers Mm. in Philadelphia to try to get the ball rolling in the police department because they're not being helpful. No, they're like, she's going to show up. She ran away. And this all seemed to help, and the police began to take the case more seriously. Like when the politicians got involved? Yeah, which is so annoying because what if you're not a lawyer? What if you don't have that option? then you're not getting any help. There are rumors that start. Uh Uh-oh, early on? Early on. And these rumors suggest that Jeff is lying about her being at the hotel at all. And that she even ever left Massachusetts. Okay. Because remember, he flies there alone. He checks into the hotel alone. She doesn't arrive until the following day. So, speculation is that he killed her or something and used this trip to make up a story about her being missing. missing. And the driver's license was just a cover so that people wouldn't think it was weird that he was flying by himself. Okay, did she fly? Because I assume there's going to be records of that. Now, there is one witness at the hotel that said that they saw Judy with Jeff but there is no paper trail or video footage of her ever being there. How? I mean, I guess... It's 97. Okay. Not everybody has cameras like they do now. The but you would think that the airport... Well, you well, would I think guess that this the was airport before 9/11 have, too. This is before 9-11. Which that did change a lot. So, I mean... Uh, now... <laughs> I, don't, I still don't understand how there's zero paper trail. And when Jeff is asked to take a lie detector test by Philadelphia police, he refuses. Which, he's a lawyer. Of course he's going to refuse. Side note, I kind of want to take one just to see if I could, like, lie on it. (laughs) How much I can get away with. But either way, this makes him look suspicious. It always does. Even though he stays in constant communication and cooperates with police, except for this lie detector test. Yeah, which he doesn't want to take. And most lawyers would say no to that, I I feel like. Yeah. But denying to take it can get you in just as much hot water with the police as failing one, too. So, But once the news broadcast goes out on the 12th of April, tips start pouring in about seeing Susan. Of course they do. Naturally, like usual. None of which can be substantiated. But some of the sightings that come in. People claim to see Judy acting erratic and displaying odd behavior. But this sighting also matches the description of a homeless woman that was living in the area who resembles Judy in appearance. Okay, so probably the homeless woman. Right. A homeless man was shown a picture of Judy, and he said that he had seen her sleeping on a bench the night that she disappeared. Again, this could be a sighting of Could the be woman. anyone. Could right. literally be anyone sleeping on that bench. On the 11th of April, Jeff and Judy were supposed to meet with friends in New Jersey the day after she disappears. So 
when there is a sighting of her shopping in New Jersey, they're like, maybe this is actually her. Maybe she went ahead to go meet the friends for some reason without notifying her husband. Which would be odd. Which would be super odd. And this sighting is never actually able to be verified. Yeah. Now, a woman in Asheville, North Carolina, said that a woman matching the description of Judy checked in on the night of the 10th and claimed that she checked out on the 12th of April. Mm -hmm. If the hotel she is seen checking into in Asheville, North Carolina on the 10th of April, and then she's seen shopping the next day on the 11th, where she's seen shopping is nine hours away, according to Google Maps. Yeah, and this is nowhere near where she was. Interesting. She also had to check out of the hotel on the 12th. I actually don't seem to think that she was at either of these places. No, it doesn't seem probable to me. She never used any of her credit cards or moved any cash around before this trip that might suggest that she had shopping money or spending money in general. There is also no flight logs with her name on them that suggest she might have left the area on a plane. Oh, okay. But I I couldn't find anywhere where it said that they actually had a flight log of her going initially there either. Yeah. But I'm sure they must have found that. I don't know. Was she she ever even there? I don't know. Was she ever even there? One person saw her in the hotel. Was she at the hotel? I don't know. Yeah, did that person even really see her? So search efforts. So Jeff and Judy's kids fly to Philadelphia to help search for their mom. Mm Mm-hmm. Was she even in Philadelphia? We don't know. So Judy's son discovered the homeless woman believed to be Judy and thought she could have passed for his mom. He knew it wasn't her. Obviously, yeah. But he, it made him think that these sightings could have been this woman because he did yeah, resemble he, his mom. He was like, right? that makes sense. And police actually do name Jeff as a person of interest in the disappearance of his wife and possible murder. For what reason, I wonder. Yeah, what did he do that was suspicious? Besides not taking the lie detector test. I I think that's all they have. Is he just named a suspect right now? Yeah, they name him a suspect. Okay, I mean... Or a person of interest. Okay. Not a suspect, a person of interest. I'm not that surprised. The spouse is always a person of interest. They're always... They are, but to publicly name that will stop people from actually looking for her, I feel like. especially if he didn't think... Well, remember, the police are already going to be against him because he said, you're not doing enough. I'm getting my... And got the politicians involved. I I would guess he probably rubbed some people the wrong way with that initially. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. And, you know, we've dealt... I don't know if this is the case, if he's being like, the police have, like, made up their mind, but we've seen cases where that happens. Mm -hmm. Where, like, a detective has someone in mind and that's, like, who they think it is. Yeah, for sure. Now, Jeff did stay in Philadelphia until May looking for Judy. Okay, sad. Once he got home, he hired a private investigator and mailed her missing persons flyers to hospitals all over the East Coast in hopes of finding her. And he continued to reach out to everyone he could trying to find her from home now. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine, like, can you even imagine, like, say he had nothing to do with any of this, right? Yeah. You've got police and public thinking that you did something and literally all you want to do is find your wife. Yeah, you literally just want to find her. 
I and wonder, you can't. I wonder if there was any life insurance on her. Hmm. They did just get married. Yeah, but maybe they didn't have anything yet. Yeah, maybe. On September 7 of 1997, so this is five months after Judy has disappeared. Okay. A father and son were in the area of the North Carolina National Forest. Piscaw National Forest, I think it's called. Which is not far from Asheville, North Carolina. Which is where Judy was reportedly seen checking into that hotel on the 10th. Okay. They come across human remains by the Stony Fork picnic area. Oh, is it Judy? The bones had been spread all around due to animals, of course. Yeah. But they had been buried in a shallow grave. Also, they are dressed in hiking attire. Okay. Which Judy did not own or pack for her original trip to Philadelphia. So weird if it was her. Okay. Oh my God, it's her. She left. She's living a double life. (laughs) Now, besides what the animals had spread around the site, these are bones. They're skeletal remains. Mm -hmm. So how fast is her body going to decompose? Not that fast. Five months? What month is this? I mean, summer? Yeah. Maybe? I mean, maybe. It's hot. I I is she know. in water at all? Is she in like a moist area? No, it's just like a normal like wooded area. The remains were tested mm-hmm. and shown to have a lot of dental work and a severely arthritic knee. There were cut marks and punctures that showed evidence of being stabbed multiple times. Ugh, stabbing is not the way I want to go. Seriously, literally the worst. The remains were identified ultimately through dental records and the arthritic knee to be that of Judy Smith. You look concerned. Are you concerned? She was identified? Uh-huh. As Judy Smith? She didn't pack hiking clothes. Uh-huh. Why the fuck was she in hiking clothes? Uh-huh. Okay, all right, okay, keep going, keep going. Judy still had on her wedding ring, and she had $167 in cash on her person. So no robbery, obviously. Obviously. They were also under the impression that she had been hiking in the area and was killed at the scene where her body was discovered. And not that she had been killed and then moved there. I'm so confused. Right? She didn't own hiking clothes. She didn't pack hiking clothes. The distance between Philadelphia and North Carolina, where Judy was discovered, is over 600 miles. 600 miles. This is the Google map. You have to go through two states. 600 miles. And she was killed at the scene. Yeah. Okay, so look at this map. Philadelphia, where she was found. Yeah, how'd she get there? So... So far away. It's so far away. I literally can't. Now. So she ran away from her husband. Oh, no. She probably just drove out there to go hiking for the day. 600 miles? Wait, six. that's like a five-hour drive, no? They had plans at 530 to meet up. You got a better explanation? (laughs) 
Also, how did she get there? She didn't have a car. She didn't rent a car. Taxi? You think she took a taxi 500 miles? <laughs> Hitchhiked? You think that she put on some hiking clothes that she didn't own and went hitchhiking? Mom, I don't know. I don't have any any better explanations. Oh I'm just, she got, she went there, ran into a magical fairy that gave her hiking clothes. Also, there is no paper trail of her traveling, using credit cards, using checks, or taking money out of her bank account to get to North Carolina. Oh, fuck. She, she was definitely kidnapped, right? And, like, forced into a wilderness program And then what? Somebody bought her hiking clothes and forced her into the woods? Like, know. what the fuck? Why does she have hiking clothes? This brings back the question, was she actually in Philadelphia, or did something happen to Judy before... That kept her from getting on that flight. They went hiking before. He killed her and then But what? They flew it. all the way there and there's no trail of that? They, dr- they drove there? I don't know. I literally do not have any <sighs> so solid explanation. Could she have had a midlife crisis like the police originally suspected? Did she take this opportunity to leave her husband and set off on an adventure that led to her ultimate demise? <sighs> Why would she have gone to this? Why would she have gone with him in the first place if she was going to do that? Why? Unless she just wanted to be missing and not have her family know that she took off. But why did she marry him five months ago if she was going to do that? I mean, their kids are grown. Also, who said she doesn't own hiking clothes? Well, they were clothes that her children and husband had never seen before, and she was not a hiker. Well, I'm sure I have clothes that you've never seen before. (laughs) Your clothes all look the same, though. Like, I'd be like, that's probably Maddie's. They also had plans to meet up with family friends on the 11th in New Jersey. I'm literally so confused. I literally... Aliens. I don't know. She was abducted. We ran into a separate timeline. (laughs) No, the timelines crossed. We crossed between universes, and it just happened that the wrong Judy got placed at the wrong time. Okay, okay. Yep. Wrong Judy from the other universe. One one of the theories is that she planned on meeting someone in Philadelphia and running away with them, and then that went bad. Possibly. So she planned on just being a missing person, maybe. I'm not really sure. There is a weird thing, okay? Judy had this red backpack, according to her family. They say that she carried it around everywhere. It was the backpack that she always used. There was a backpack found buried with Judy, but it was blue. Wrong universe. Wrong universe. It crossed over. It's an alternate universe. It's Judy in an alternate universe. Instead of a red backpack, she has a blue backpack. literally, what the hell? They got swapped. (laughs) There was also a random pair of expensive sunglasses buried with her body, along with the blue backpack. And police believed that they may have belonged to her killer and that he left them behind. Serial killer leaving other victim stuff. But still, why is she here in this place? Why is she wearing hiking clothes? I don't clothes? know. I literally... I why can't. is she buried with a different backpack? Okay, the backpack. Maybe the strap of her backpack broke while she was out sightseeing and she purchased a new one. Maybe she wasn't wearing good clothes for sightseeing. And so she bought some workout clothes and she bought a new backpack. Well, she in hiking clothes? What are her clothes exactly? 
Well, she's in hiking clothes. She's buried in hiking clothes. She it's, looks like she was out hiking in these woods. Yeah, but is it like more ath- like athletic gear? Or I'm is assuming it like it's athletic. Hiking I'm clothes, not really sure. Because is it like what I would wear hiking or like what you would it's wear It's probably hiking. like what I would wear hiking. Now, some people, including police, have speculated a connection with Judy and Gary Michael Hilton. That sounds really familiar. Do you want to know why that sounds familiar? Damn it, Gary. Damn it, Gary. We covered a case. Is that the guy that cut off the girl's head? Yes, with the dog. Fuck, I just couldn't kill her dog, though. Gary Michael Hilton was killing people in this area. So he killed, it was, um, what was her name? Meredith Emerson. He killed Meredith Emerson. This is the area where Judy's remains are found. It is not... A heavily trafficked area, you guys. It looks very remote, and it looks like a place where you would actually be hiking, not like walking along a trail. Yeah. It's a pretty dense area. Well, I want to know what the clothing that she was wearing was. Why is that nowhere? They probably haven't released what she was wearing, maybe. Just they said it was hiking clothes. And the husband and family were unable to identify it as her clothing. Well, I want to know if it's something that she could have easily bought somewhere, or if she's wearing, like, hiking clothing like is she wearing like hiking clothing or is it like a pair of leggings and tennis shoes that she I got the impression the it was store. more like leggings and tennis shoes like something she could have bought but still it's... if she was killed at this location and not taken here after the fact that's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away from where she was supposed to be Gary Michael Hilton let me remind you Gary Michael Hilton kidnapped about her got her new clothing well, remember, he was all about, like, keeping people alive yeah. and using their debit cards. He never bought anybody new clothing, though, but maybe she, like, surreal to herself and, and he, maybe, like, new clothes. Yeah, and maybe he used her cash. Maybe she had a lot more cash. But why would... He wouldn't leave cash on her body, though. Maybe or in her he bag. he felt remorseful. Maybe he didn't know it was there. So, Gary Michael Hilton was born in 1946 in Atlanta, Georgia. From 1972 to 94, he had trouble with the law all over the place. DUIs, possession of firearms, drugs, theft, all of the things. Side note, can we stop letting these people out of jail? He was actually dubbed the National Forest Serial Killer because he would stalk hiking trails looking for victims to murder and dismember. Now, if this Judy went... feel so safe. Yeah. If Judy went to this location on her own accord for some strange reason, maybe her and her husband got in a fight and he didn't want to say or tell anybody about that, so she headed in the direction of where they were going to be meeting up with family and friends later. Maybe. Then I could see Gary Hilton coming across her and being responsible because that was his MO was out hiking. Yeah. But for him to meet her while sightseeing mm-hmm. seems a little crazy in Philadelphia. Like, Yeah. For real. Now, Gary Hilton committed his first murder on December 5 of 2005. And this was in North Carolina. He posed as a traveling preacher and walked into a store with Rosanna Malini, who was 26 and was planning on hiking that day. Clothing was purchased and they left together. Gary stole her credit card and beat her to death. Oh, snazzy. I wonder if they purchased clothes for him or her. That's kind of interesting. In 2006, he murdered a woman named Cheryl Dunlap, who was 45 at the time, outside of the Appalachian National Forest in Florida. 
She had been reading a book by her car when Hilton attacked her and decapitated her and left her on the side of the highway. So this one was in a parking lot, but still near a trail. Yeah. Why are you reading in a parking lot? Over the next year, he killed three more hikers, leaving them mutilated and decapitating them in North Carolina and Florida. In October of 2007, John and Irene, the older married couple who were hiking in Lake Pisgah National Forest, which is where Judy Smith is found, by the way. Where she's found? That's where her body was found. Their bodies were found in the same national forest where Judy's body was found. So, like, it was him. Maybe. But how did she get there? I don't know. I literally don't know. I literally do not understand how she got there. And then Michael Scott, Michael Scott, Lewis, was discovered on December 6th of 2007 in Tomoka State Park by Ormond Beach, Florida, and he was also decapitated and dismembered. Meredith Hope Emerson, which we covered, if you remember that one, he forced her to stay at a camp with him before bludgeoning her to death and decapitating her. Ew, that one's so gross. I know. And that's the one where she, like, almost got away from him, too. Yeah. Some have speculated that if they could put Hilton in the same area as Judy Smith, she may be one of his victims. But she's buried and not decapitated, so I don't know. It could also explain why she was wearing hiking clothes and had a new backpack on. He could have lured her away in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and held her captive before murdering her in North Carolina. Theoretically. Theoretically. I mean, it just doesn't quite... This is like me blaming Israel Keys for everything. <laughs> By the way, where was Israel Keys doing this? Yeah, where the fuck was Israel Keys? Gary has never been convicted of Judy's murder and still sits on death row in Florida. He was sentenced to four life sentences in North Carolina and life in prison in Georgia. Police did look into any connection with Gary and Judy, but they could never find any evidence that linked the two, even though he was known to be in the area where she was found. So they can't connect him, but if she was a random murder for him, that would make sense. Her being there is what doesn't make sense. Um, also, let me know if any of our Patreons or anyone, anyone at all, wants to do a uh, hunt down where Israel Keys was year by year. Yeah, the FBI actually has a whole website dedicated to that. Oh, yeah, I forgot we already did that. Yeah, but me and Maddie want to go find a Israel Keys bucket. So if anybody has a lead on one. But um, we'll give you a hint on our next sticker. It is going to be about Israel Keys. Our next sticker is going to be about Israel Keys, so... But we really do want to find a bucket so if somebody could maybe dig a little deeper into some of the areas that he was or where they think one might be. And we want to go on a scavenger hunt. So, but we need a good lead. Do you know that what we do is called dark tourism? I did know that, yes. Maybe we can do that for our next trip. Travel to a place where Israel Keys is thought to have buried a bucket. There's no way we're going to be able to find I want to find in his... He Mama, didn't even... you know how far he traveled? You know how I much know. that man drove? But he did give police the location of where he thought some of the buckets were, and they were able to find a couple of them. What if we went looking for one of the ones that they didn't find, but they knew a general location from him? Now, the case of Judy Smith did gain more media attention when Unselfed Mysteries, one of my favorite shows when I was a kid also aired an episode on her. 
Her murder to this day is still unsolved, and the mystery of how she ended up so far away from where she was last seen and how she got up this hike. This was, remember, she has like a bum knee, and this is not an easy location to get to. So how in the fuck did she get up there? Hannah, hey, alternate Hannah, universe. let me know if you could get up there. You don't have a bum knee, but I still um, feel like this would be hard trip, for you. Next trip, we're going to take Hannah on this hike. See yes. if Hannah can do it. Yes. And then we'll determine if Judy could have done it. Yes, we're doing that. Because if Hannah can do it. We can make it, the same trip. We can go to Philadelphia, and then we can travel to this location, see how long it takes us to get there. You want to drive 600 miles Okay, maybe we'll fly there from Philadelphia. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> what What was it? It was three hours on our last trip, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> yeah, literally. And she's like, let's go drive 600 miles. No. Jesus Christ. Road trip. Keeping this. Do not cut this out of the episode. This needs to be evidence. Okay, okay. Now, the only thing, this is the only thing that makes me think that her husband might be involved, is this whole, like, missing idea at the airport did he actually go to his meeting that first day? Because what if they did fly together? What if when they got there, he talked her into taking this trip and he killed her and then he went back for to the hotel to look for his wife and couldn't find her? Did my question is, did Judy even have time by the time she split up with her husband to the time that she was reported missing? Did she even have time? To make it that far. No, 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 no. She would have been like in route from Philadelphia to there if she really did miss the first flight and have to fly in after that. Like so she was never day. in Philadelphia. Or her and her husband both went to Philadelphia. He, he got her to take this trip and then killed her. Could they have flown straight there to North Carolina instead? And that's why there's no record of them flying anywhere. Well, I don't know if there's a record. I couldn't find I don't anything understand. that said that there was I'm a record. I'm confused. But I it, am... is, it is pre-9-11, so we didn't keep the best records back then. But they should still be on a manifest. But maybe they are. And he's saying, oh, no, she didn't go with me. She forgot her ID. They have no record of whether or not she's actually on the plane because they didn't track that back then. They weren't worried about that back then. So maybe she did fly with him. He's a powerful. He ha- he's friends with powerful politicians. Yeah. What if it disappeared? What if he got it just to... Like the record? Yeah, I don't... I honestly don't know, but look at this location. Look where her remains are found. This is no easy place to get to. I literally don't understand. This doesn't make any fucking sense. This... It's this distance that bothers me. Someone's lying. Where... Why the... Who is lying? Who... What the fuck? Nine hours and 40 minute drive. You want to drive nine (laughs) hours, Mom? Okay, so we just looked it up. You guys, 640 miles away is where her body was found. But it's a nine-hour and 40-minute drive. Nine hours and 40 minutes. I feel like there's no fucking way that she decided, I'm going to drive nine hours and 40 minutes and go hiking. In North Carolina. In North Carolina, a totally different state than I'm currently visiting right now. A totally different direction than New Jersey as well, might I add. It just doesn't make sense. Unless she was kidnapped and held hostage while driving, they bought her new clothes along the way. New backpack was bought along no, the way. No, her husband's a fucking liar. There's no way she was in New Jersey. Or there, I mean, Philadelphia. I feel, like, I feel like police could have proved that, though, with 
plane records or with something. But they can't, they don't even have plane records saying that she was there. Well, there's got to be security cameras at the airport, though. But they, they don't have any proof that she was ever there. They do name him a person of interest, but they can never prove it. But if it's a nine-hour drive, there's no way she flew in late. I know. And then she was like, oh, we'll meet up at 5.30 and it's probably like, what, like 8 or 9 a.m.? Seven, maybe? Yeah. And then she's just... We're 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 going to have some more theories about this on our bunker talk. Yeah, take me to take me to bunker so, talk. So, this is the case of Judy Smith. We are so fucking confused about how this happened. It doesn't make any sense and we we're going to say we're going to say something is definitely off. Whether or not the husband is lying, or something else is afoot, we don't know, but something is definitely off in this case. I don't like it. Something's wrong. Somebody's lying. We also want to say thank you, thank you to all of our Patreons that have supported us. Thank you to everybody who has joined Patreon. Even if it was only to get your backpack sticker, we still appreciate you. Yep. Yeah. So we have Melanie Canteen. Hi, Melanie. Welcome to Patreon. We have Damien Bassarge. Bassarge. We have Damien Bassarge. Hi, Damien. Sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. <laughs> we also have Laura Dernbauer. We got some good names on this one. And Christina Dincher. So, hi, everybody. Welcome to Patreon. We're so excited to have you. Um, your Lost in the Woods stickers are in the mail. Your backpacking stickers are also in the mail. We are so excited to have you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Remember, if you join Patreon this month, you get to choose between my backpack and Maddie's backpack, which we posted on our social media so you can see it there. All right. Time to head over to Bunker Talk, and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Oh, by the way, if you don't know what Bunker Talk is, it is our biased opinion on every episode that we record after every episode. Maddie gets a little worked up sometimes. Yeah, my mom has to cut out some things about Bunker Talk that she usually, doesn't like and doesn't Usually I of. don't edit Bunker Talk, but sometimes She's, Maddie gets a little too worked she up. She literally takes it out, and then I'm talking about, like, oh, what I said last time. And she goes, oh, actually, I cut that out. And I'm like, you <laughs> little asshole, I want that in the episode. All right, thanks, you guys, for... She doesn't for, agree with me sometimes. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. lawyers put the pen down i'm pretty sure that stop drawing on yourself nurses and lawyers are both on the list of people Who on the list of like kill their spouses <laughs> well that could also be a possibility but i was gonna say this um like a therapist or like relationship therapist or i don't some kind of therapist she released like this list of like um sorry she released a list of like careers that you should avoid for a spouse like oh, that you should avoid your spouse having i will say now that jeff has not been convicted of anything in this case <laughs> okay well i'm just saying that i'm pretty sure nurses and lawyers are both on that list along with like fire police shit like um 
a nerd. Like, I, there were a lot. Or uh, pilots. Ooh, definitely pilots. Yeah, I could see that. Um, There were a few other ones. Truck drivers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite a few careers that are like, she says, avoid for a spouse. Right. Like, if you want your marriage to last, don't marry someone <laughs> in these career fields is basically what it says. So based on Maddie's list that may or may not actually be accurate in any way, shape, or form, you might be in the wrong relationship. I'm pretty sure it's just like a therapist, like some some therapist's personal Like their personal opinion. opinion. Like not anything real. Well, I mean, okay. she is a professional. No, I know. On Yeah, exactly. Nothing real, but like yeah. <laughs> it is her professional opinion. She's probably counseled enough people that she has a good idea of what works and what oh, doesn't well, work. Oh, well, yeah. I saw, like, multiple different, like, therapists, like, talking about it, like, stitching it, stitching this video, and they were all like, yes. Like, mm-hmm. I would agree with this. Who's at her door, Mom? Cordy. It's probably Cordy. I'm assuming. Are they still at the door? Did they come inside? I don't know. Where's my ring? We have like, somebody just came up the front steps of our front door because we can hear it from where we're at in the bunker. But we didn't hear the door open, but we can still hear somebody moving. There's nobody there. Okay, well, so they must have came inside. Oh, I think it was UPS. 1425. It's not that one. Well, UPS drove by. Did they just come down the stairs inside? I don't... I... Let me check and see if Cordy's home. Hold on. No big deal. We're just going to hide in here until somebody comes in to murder us. There are so many other people before they find the bunker. Yeah, Cordy's home. (laughs) There's so many (laughs) other people before they find us. It's fine. It's just Cordy. There's like five other people oh in this God. house right now, and they would find them before they find us. That's true. That's a true story. We're going to be the last ones to be found. 